Welcome back to the Surish Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Guru Arjun had his last conversation with his wife, Mata Ganga, and how Guru Arjun traveled to Lahore with 5-6, Bidichan, Jetha, Langaha, Parana, Pada, and how uh, Guru Arjun, when he got to Lahore, he went to uh, a Sikh's house named Saddu. Now, that's where chapter 32 picks up. Saddu and his wife are described as being very devout. They had a lot of love for Guru Arjan and they wished and they prayed that Guru Arjan would come to their new house uh, so they uh, could feed, they could serve the Guru and that the Guru could bless their new house. So for this reason, Guru Arjan then went to their house. Sadhu seeing Guru Arjan approach, he bowed down, he praised the Guru for being all-knowing, uh, the one who satisfies the des- desires of their devotees. Sadhu then said to Guru Arjan that you didn't go to any other person's house. You didn't go to any rich person's house. You didn't go to the any other Gurdwaras here in Lahore. You understood my desire and you came here. This is why everybody calls you the friend of the poor. Only from you have we understood this game of love. So Sadhu recited this praise with his hands clasped together and then he really lovingly helped Guru Arjan get off his palanquin, the, the palki. He had laid out a very fine cloth on a bed and requested that Guru Arjan go and, and rest there. He wasn't very wealthy, but he did whatever he could and laid out some other sheets for the other six with Guru Arjan. So he sat these five six down and asked if they needed anything and then he washed their feet out of respect. And after this, he washed the feet of Guru Arjan and then Sadhu and his entire family drank this water. And this is the Charan Amrath ceremony uh, that was practiced until Guru Gobind Singh Jain changes to the tradition of Khandidipal. So there's a little bit of water left over and he then went around the house and he sprinkled this water, this Amrath, uh, around his house, blessing his new house. And then after this, he went to go prepare the food for Guru Arjan and the other six. So he cleaned out his kitchen properly. He was really diligent on being uh, really clean here. So he first went to go bathe. He then mopped the floor of the kitchen. And then he, he brought uh, some really clean water to be used in the cooking. He cleaned all the dishes by <clears throat> properly scrubbing them intensely. He got really nice uh, wheat and flour for the prashadde. He had a lot of fine uh, rice as well. Um, he began cooking some dal by putting some really nice spices in it. He started to make kheer as well. And everything he made, he made sure to put a good amounts of uh, clarified butter in it as well. He prepared the seating area where Guru Arjan would sit and the other six would then sit and eat. So he started lighting up some candles and some lamps. And when all the food was ready at that point, he stood in front of Guru Arjan and with his hands clasped together, he requested the Guru to come eat. So the Guru, um, Guru Arjan hearing this was really uh, pleased and he understood how humble and loving the request was. So he got up with the six and Sadhu had poured, or sorry, Sadhu had poured out uh, the food in separate plates for everyone and started serving everybody there. And there was all sorts of food. So every single type of food 
possible. You know, of every single texture. You know, they were sweet, they were salty, they were savory, they were spicy. He had made so many types of dishes for everyone. And as uh, Guru Arjan and the six ate, he just remained there standing, awaiting any requests. And when everyone was then finished, Guru Arjan then to show gratitude to Sadhu, praised the food saying, you know, he had made very delicious food. Sadhu replied saying, oh Guru Arjan, how can I do anything? I'm just a poor man. You are, you are the nourisher of the poor. So then the six and Guru Arjan then went back to where they were sitting after they ate. And only at that time did Sadhu and his wife then go and eat their dinner. And even after eating, then they went back to where Guru Arjan and the six were seating, uh, sitting. And he began to wave a fan over them. You know, so it was summertime, so it was quite hot. Um, so Sadhu continued to serve the Guru in this way. Then uh, he began massaging the feet of Guru Arjan. And then eventually Guru Arjan and the six then went to sleep. The next day in the morning, Guru Arjan and the six got up before sunrise. They bathed, they got ready, and then they all went into a meditation before the sun rose. So when the sun did rise, six congregations from Lahore came to see Guru Arjan. They got word of this, that Guru Arjan was there now in town, and they all came bringing with them offerings. They all bowed down to the Guru, placing these offerings in front of Guru Arjan. At that point, Arthmal um, as I mentioned in the previous episode, Arthmal is the grandson of Guru Amardas. He had also arrived from Govindwal. Guru Arjan met him with great love and he actually gave him a hug. He had Arthmal sit very close to him. And then he told Arthmal the entire story about why he was in horror, what the emperor had requested from them. Guru Arjan told Arthmal that the end of his life was approaching and who was responsible for that. And that, Guru Arjun, and that Guru Hargobind would then, in the future, enact revenge for all of this. So they had this discussion where Guru Arjun told Arthmal that uh, it was Chandu who was responsible for all of these actions and how Chandu was telling the emperor that Guru Arjun was keeping thieves that were robbing, robbing the emperor's treasury and that uh, Guru Arjun had supported the emperor's son uh, there was a dispute at that time. There was a conflict over Jahangir and his son over the throne. And um, Chandu is spinning this story to say that Guru Arjan was supporting the son, uh, the prince, and not Emperor Jahangir. And uh, Guru Arjan was just telling Arthmal that uh, understanding that prince to be uh, distraught and to be in need, Guru Arjan just fed him longer. Um, clarifying the fact that he wasn't supporting him and this is also mentioned in contemporary sources that uh, the prince Jahangir's son came to visit Guru Arjan it wasn't that Guru Arjan had called uh, the prince for a ceremony so Guru Arjan here is saying that uh, the prince came to him and uh, he gave him longer he also explained to Arthmal that uh, there was a curse that Kanna said as well which we had covered in a previous episode I give the context to that. Uh, Guru Arjan then also includes um, in his explanation to Arthmal that uh, when the blessing that his mother received, so Bibi Pani received a blessing from uh, Guru Amardas that uh, Bibi Pani requested that the Guru's lineage always remain in the Sordi clan, in her lineage. At that time, Guru Amardas told Bibi Pani that uh, if you want this, if you're requesting this, then you must also understand 
that there will be great pain that comes along with this. And here Guru Arjan is explained to Arthmal that uh, he would also prove this saying to be true and that all of these causes were now getting together, were, they were coming to a head and that he would soon be leaving his body because all of these reasons, many reasons. So when Arthmal heard all of this, he was in shock. He started to cry. He, he replied to Guru Arjan saying, Oh, great Guru, you are indifferent to all of this. You don't care. But seeing you brings great joy, great happiness to all of us, the entire Sikh congregation. You know, what will they do when you're gone? You've liberated countless Sikhs, helping them in all their affairs. The Turks and, the, and Chandu, Chandu will receive great pain for all of this that they're doing. They will think that they're doing something good. They'll be happy when they execute you, but they'll just be consuming poison. That blessing that Guru Nanak gave the Mughals, well, now that blessing will be taken back because of this heinous act. But please, Guru Arjun, I am at your service. Sacrifice me instead. The world needs you. Without you the in the world, you know, what good am I here anyways? You know, it only makes sense for me to sacrifice myself so that you live. Guru Arjun then replied to Arthmal saying, Oh, Arthmal, don't worry. You only have 40 days left in your life as well. You'll pass away in peace and you'll meet me in the afterlife. We won't be separated for very long. So Guru Arjun comforted Arthmal in this way. Meanwhile, uh, at Sadhu's house, there was a constant langar, a communal kitchen. You're set up at this time. Sikh congregation at this point in Lahore. All of the houses found out that Guru Arjan was staying at Sadhu's house and a steady stream of Sikhs were now coming and bringing offerings for the Guru, bowing down to Guru Arjan and listening to uh, the teachings. And the Guru instructed them all, you know, men, women, children, that everyone should forever meditate upon the Divine. So this is where chapter 32 concludes. In the next chapter, we'll hear how Chandu sees Guru Arjan in Lahore and has them call to the court of the emperor, uh, where then Guru Arjan and the emperor Jahangir are going to have a discussion. So that's what we'll pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Guru Arjun Singh Sahib ke man pa ave na halo jaave sab sare aa